G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. A very special awards season is kicking off. The National Mother of the Year Awards is receiving nominations from, I guess, tomorrow. You might recall the way the National Awards has been taken up by Family Voice Australia. Andrew McColl is back with us from Family Voice Australia and on the eve of the launch of this year's awards. Andrew, a special welcome back to 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Nice talking to you. Andrew, I remember it's just a few years now ago, uh, there was an organisation that was running the Mother of the Year Awards, quite historically, uh, Barnardos, and lots of listeners will remember that. But there was all sorts of controversy around issues to do with how you identify and define what a woman is, and something happened in the mix of that. And uh, while they dropped the ball on the National Mother of the Year Awards, Family Voice jumped in and picked up the the baton and said, we'll run with this. Uh, That's something that you can reflect on? Well, I can. I can, Neil, because one of the reasons is that there are always things that take place in the the community from time to time that you think are a bit unfortunate or or even evil, things that you find very disappointing about someone in public life and think, oh, gee, that's not good. But then we have these opportunities that take place from time to time where we want to applaud, congratulate, encourage someone who we think as as people in the community They've done something good. They've done something useful. They've done something brave or beneficial to others. Uh, They've been uh, caring for others in a particularly great way, and we want to applaud and congratulate those people. So we really like the idea of a Mother of the Year Award. Oftentimes, mothers kind of plug away in the background a bit. There they are in the home. They're not quite commonly as much as men so much in the public space or the public sphere. And we like the idea of just encouraging women, as I said, who've done something great and and productive for others, especially, of course, for children. And um, so that's kind of the the background to why we're kind of promoting the whole notion of the, the Mother of the Year Award. And Family Voice Australia has been around for a long time, something over four decades now. And so to have the National Mother of the Year, Grandmother of the Year in the hands of Family Voice Australia, I've got to say, feels good because an organisation like Family Voice Australia that can understand parameters and the biblical foundation for womanhood, uh, it really gives a wonderful way of colouring the national award. Uh, Give us your insights here, because uh, when I say biblical foundation, this truly is where Family Voice comes from. Well, we hope we do. And the scripture tells us in the Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, 
whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. And the following verse says, and the things that you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So when we have ladies who do things that, are, that we think are, are commendable and applaudable, we want to applaud them and commend them for that activity because they become, whether they want to or not, some kind of a role model for us in the community that we want others to follow. If they've been brave and selfless and caring of others in some kind of particular way that we think is great, we think, fantastic, that's a lovely thing that lady's done and we reckon she ought to be applauded. And by the way, for friends and, and other community members, why don't we support this and encourage that? So that gives us a bit of a background because, as we know, there are a lot of things that we find ourselves in family voice that happen in the community, whether it's in the nation or in politics, that are not particularly appealing, not particularly commendable. But when you find things that are, are worth encouraging and worth commending, we want to we want to latch hold of those and, and encourage people when we can. Andrew, because this wonderful, rock-solid, sound Christian foundation in Family Voice Australia, some might be thinking, uh, who's eligible for an award like the Australian Mother of the Year and Grandmother of the Year? Is it now just restricted to people who are church-going women, Christian women? Is there something that's a restriction for the sorts of people who can be nominated here? Well, we don't like to draw that line in the sand, Neil. I mean, I've never really thought about it in that context of Christian or non-Christian, but I think, I think where we have a lady that is obviously a, a, a mother uh, who, is, who has in some action or activity has done something that we want to commend, we think fantastic. So we've never really wanted to draw that line in the sand to make that distinction between Christian versus non-Christian. We would rather say... Let's just applaud women for doing things that, or, or a woman who we think has done something which is really applaudable. And now you've got the mother of the year, you've got the grandmother of the year. Let me ask you about a very controversial grandmother of the year from last year. And uh, the award went to Pauline Hansen. And uh, that was perhaps recognition, of course, of uh, some good qualities that Pauline has, but not everybody is a fan of Pauline Hanson, and some were a little bit uh, taken aback that she would win such an award. Any thoughts there? Well, this is getting us into an interesting side of things. <laughs> I, I, I would have to uh, say that I have a lot of admiration for Pauline Hanson because she's not afraid to say what she thinks is right and she's not afraid to tread on some toes in the process. And I've been, I've been encouraged to see Senator Hanson uh, quite prepared to offend some people who, in my opinion, probably needed to be offended. Uh, because when you're talking about making laws and, and people working in the, in the parliamentary context and, 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 and in a national sphere, hey, she has been bold I, I wholly concur with you, Neil, that I would not expect everyone to agree. <laughs> That's what happens in, in, in political life. You're going to get a bit of rough with the smooth, and I accept the fact that not everybody would agree with awarding Pauline Henson that. But having said that, 
she's a, she's not the kind of woman that gets intimidated easily by bullies, and I particularly appreciate that from her. You know what? Uh, some people might be a little bit concerned. Uh, two men, you and I, are talking about uh, what sort of qualities make a great mother of the year or grandmother of the year. But it's not necessarily for us to decide in that. Although when we come around qualities, uh, we're not just talking about women who will be barefoot and pregnant in the home. As you identify, there's something larger than life. There's something courageous. Uh, There's something in womanhood that sometimes perhaps doesn't come out so freely but you're looking for those sorts of qualities, and and I imagine there's uh, you're you're excited to be surprised by the sorts of qualities that people might identify. Well, this is right, and I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm seeing some things about women from my perspective, and but hey, I, I, I'm more than open to the idea that someone will, will come along with something right out of the blue. That and I think, wow, that's I hadn't quite thought of that one. So you've got to make room for the for the different contributions and 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 comments that people make. And I think I would we would rather judge uh, the 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 award on the basis of well what we genuinely think is is valid and applaudable, and and who knows who could come out of that and take the award. And you've got some women who might have a higher profile than others and those who are quietly working very hard behind the scenes, in areas of family, in areas of community. I imagine that you'd like to hear nominations of people who perhaps we've never heard of, but women who are doing amazing things in their families, in their communities. Well, yes, we would to hear from you know of these kinds of, of ladies and and as you quite rightly say there are a large proportion of ladies and of mothers who don't get a lot of public space and are not that interested in being out there anyway but having said that we would rather look right across the spectrum and and select someone who firstly is doing something that we think is a commendable and applaudable thing and whether whether she's in the public space or whether she's doing something which is right outside that public space, it might be nothing to do with what most of us would classify as being in the public. But we might think, look, what she's done in the last X number of months or years has been a commendable activity. So we want to applaud that. So you've got the official launch that's happening tomorrow and nominations closing on the 7th of April. Judging commences uh, the 19th of April. So right now, this is a good time uh, while it's fresh in your mind because there'll be lots of listeners thinking, well, I think we could nominate this woman or that woman. Mother of the year, grandmother of the year. This is a time to perhaps get that nomination form in for the person that you can identify here uh, is that simply done through the family voice website how how's it uh, is there something special set up for it well there there probably isn't at the moment that that, that there may very well be but if if if, if a listener is just, just go to familyvoice.org and and look in there and 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 want to just simply write a, a fairly basic email to say i want to nominate this particular person and because she did this and she did that and she was that and something else, and and um, 
if we get 400 or 4,000 of those entries, fine. We want to be able to, as I was saying earlier, look at the broad spectrum. So we will make a, a selection of those sometime, I think it's in April now, and 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 then we can you know, you know, kind of announce that with, with Vision Radio and, and take it from there. So it's basically start with a basic nomination of the person that you'd like to identify a woman for the Mother of the Year or Grandmother of the Year Awards. Uh, There's going to be a process that flows on from that. Let me point listeners to familyvoice.org.au. That's familyvoice.org.au. Andrew McColl, Family Voice Australia uh, State Director for Queensland, but uh, speaking here in a national context for what's happening with the Mother of the Year Awards. Andrew, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. It's always great talking to you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.